Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Hello, everybody. Welcome to Astros Baseball. It's Monday, June the 3rd. I am your host, Rob Fontenot. The Astros sweep the Oakland A's in a three-game series this weekend. Coming into the matchup, the uh, just recently, recently before the matchup, Oakland A's, one of the hottest teams in baseball. They had a 10-game win streak, and I believe... That that was snapped in the series before the Houston series, but then they go on to get swept by the Houston Astros. So we're going to go over those games. Uh, I like for it to be brief because I have been told. See, let me tell you this. In the past, I've said this before, I don't get a whole lot of feedback. I've been told in the past that by some people that they really like uh, being able to listen to my podcast and hearing the recaps. And then recently, I've been told that they want to hear more of my opinions. And so I changed up the format a little bit to make it less of a recap. And let me tell you, I have got some very good responses since the podcast has changed. I guess people are enjoying my uh, opinions. They're enjoying the podcast a little later. And speaking of that, before we get to all this recap and all the other exciting stuff, I'm going to play you a message from a listener right now. And I thought you were going to make it short. (laughs) Hey, man, this is your boy, H-Town Wiggy. Man, love the podcast. Love everything that, uh, that you talked about. I think you were pretty spot on a lot of things. Um, you know, talking about Altuve, I don't know if he's, uh, like I said, I don't know if he's on the decline or not, but, you know, something's going on with him, and, um, you know, I think it's something to be concerned about. But, um, anyways, uh, yeah, love the podcast, and just keep on doing what you're doing, bud. All right, talk to you later. All right, Wiggy, I appreciate you sending in that message. I appreciate your kind words, and I appreciate you listening to the podcast. So for some of you who listen to the show, if you want another, uh, well, it's not really totally an Astros podcast. Um, H-Town Wiki has started his own podcast. I believe it is only once a week on Sundays. Uh, He doesn't just talk about the Astros. He talks about his life, talks about the Astros, the Texans, and the Rockets. So it's all... Houston sports, 
and a little bit about his life. So if you want another podcast to listen to, check that out. I totally believe it's on Sundays. I think it's pretty good. I enjoy it. So let's go over these games. Friday, the Astros win 3-2, to two, and they were actually down 2-0 to zero in the top of the seventh when Josh Reddick, former Oakland A, hits a solo home run, and they take, well, they cut the lead 2-1, to one, and then Kemp doubles, Straw scores 2-2. Two to two. We're tied. Top of the eighth, Derek Fisher, solo home run, 3-2. to two, And that turns out to be the winning home run as the Astros win the game 3-2. to two. Brad Peacock started six innings, five hits, and two runs allowed. Rondon gave up a hit, but he did not allow a run, and he picked up the win. Presley and Osuna, no hits, no run. Osuna picks up save. Number 16, Saturday was the biggest win for the Astros as they win 5-1. Oakland up 1-0 in the top of the fourth, and Josh Reddick added again a two-run homer. Astros take the lead 2-1. In the top of the fifth, Alex Bregman singles in Jake, and that made it 3-1 Astros. Top of the ninth, Torinos, a two-run homer, 5-1 Astros was your final. This was a Justin Verlander pitch game, eight innings. I don't think anyone else on our team has pitched eight innings. I do think Garrett Cole has a complete game, but that could have been from last season. But I think it did happen. Maybe not. I don't even remember. Uh, But Justin Verlander definitely is going deeper in the games than other people. Uh, Four hits, one run, eight strikeouts. Harris pitched an inning, and he did allow a hit, but no runs. And yesterday, the Astros win six to four. This game went 12 innings. At the same time, I'm watching the Oklahoma Sooners play Alabama in the College World Series, the Women's College World Series, so it is softball. And that game actually went extra innings too, and I was flipping back and forth. The Sooners did lose. However, they would win later to advance to the finals. And the Astros won. So I was watching both games. One team won, one team lost. But at both, the day ended up turning out good. So top of the first, uh, Yuli with an RBI single. The Astros are finally up one to nothing. Bottom of the second, Grossman and Profar both get solo home runs off Garrett Cole. Two to one, A's, and I believe that are the only two runs Cole allowed. Top of the fifth, Alex Bregman singles. Kemp comes in to score. There was a throwing error uh, trying to get Bregman out at first, and Straw came around to score as well. Three to two, Houston, top of the seventh. Derek Fisher singles in straw. That made it 4-2. to two. And bottom of the seventh, Laureano with a solo home run off of Will Harris. That makes it 4-3. to three. Bottom of the eighth, Chapman, a solo home run off of Presley. What's going on with Presley lately? And that ties things up at four. And the game remains tied until the top of the twelfth when Brantley singles in Miles Straw. That makes it 5-4. to four. Yuli Gurriel adds an insurance run. 
He singles in Alex Bregman. Six to four final. Uh, Josh James uh, finished off the last two innings, not allowing any runs, and he had three strikeouts. He picks up the win. Miles Straw, I believe he played Saturday as well. He went 0 for 4, but Sunday, 3 for 4 with a walk. He stole three bases, which puts him in third place. It's actually the second most steals. I believe the two leaders have four. But three steals in one game, three runs in a game. Three hits, three steals, three runs. Definitely the MVP of that game. Garrett Cole, six innings, four hits, and two runs. Will Harris and Presley both gave up solo home runs. I already told you that. Ron Doan had a pretty nice innings. No hit and no run. Uh, Osuna had one hit and three strikeouts. And Josh James, two innings, no runs, no hits, three strikeouts. He picks up the win, and he's actually 3-0. His ERA is 4.78. Houston is now 40 and 20, a nice even number. That is a 6-6-7 winning percentage. They're 7 and 3 in the last 10. They've won their last three, and they have a plus 99 run differential. And they are doing this with all-stars on the injured list. They are eight and a half games out of Texas, ten and a half games ahead of the Angels and the A's. And Seattle is now 16 games behind. And I believe they started 13-2 and two before the Astros destroyed them and started their downfall. So the Astros, maybe it's not a rush get those, to get all those guys back. Uh, Mariners up next. It is actually an ESPN game tonight. And But I don't know if it's going to be a late start. I don't have the start time on that. I just wrote down the teams they're playing. So they have the Mariners, and then they go back home and play the Orioles. So they're playing two very bad teams. So I don't think there's a hurry to get them back uh, at least six days. I don't even know anything about when they're going to come back, but we'll get to that later. So let's take a quick break. And we'll get to some other things. All right, H-Town Wiggy, I do appreciate you sending in that message. Um, I appreciate you listening to it. And let me tell you something, folks. If you're looking for another podcast to listen to, I know uh, H-Town Wiggy and myself tried to get him to be on the show a couple times. And the audio didn't work out very well. But he has started his own podcast. It is the H-Town Wiggy Show, and uh, it is on Sundays. He does it once a week, and he talks about... It's not an Astros podcast. He talks about himself, his life. He does talk about the Astros and the Rockets, and I believe when football starts, he'll talk about the Texans, and that should be coming up soon. So if you're looking for another one to listen to, H-Town Wiggy Show, give it a shot. So also, before I get started on all this other Astro stuff, I wanted to talk a little bit about some personal things. I haven't had any feedback whether or not you like to hear about my personal life, so I'm going to go ahead and do it. I just recorded this a little earlier and it went long, so I'm going to give you the uh, short version. So yesterday I went to the game, Juju sang in the national anthem, that is what took us to the game. 
So I took my glove and I wanted to go catch a foul ball. Um, I didn't. I didn't know I couldn't run. I didn't. I had no idea. I mean, I know I'm 48 years old and I know I'm getting older, but I thought that I could still do some things. So let me tell you what happened. Um, I positioned myself. There was a left-hander up, so I positioned myself way, way out in right field. And there is actually a little fence blocking you from getting in this grass. And the there's a hill that goes down before you go to the highway. And I positioned myself right there by that fence. And the guy hit one. He hit it over there. And it actually went over that fence. So I clear the fence. I take a couple more steps and I tumble. I hurt my shoulder. I actually went to the first aid and got ice. It took me a little while. But let me tell you this, it hurt my pride, and I was kind of in a somber mood, if that's what you want to call it, yesterday, because I realized that there's things I can't do anymore, and I felt like an old man. I'm okay being an old man, I just didn't know that I no longer had the ability to run after a foul ball. Um, I actually tried again. I went back up closer to where the right-handers fouled off. I took two steps in my run to try to get the ball, and I almost fell forward again. I'm done, folks. I'm old. I'm done. So the other thing I wanted to talk about is my son. He is an air rescue swimmer in the Navy. He's stationed in Guam. And yesterday he saved four people's lives. Their boat capsized 20 miles out off the coast of Guam. They lowered him from the helicopter or he jumped in. I'm not sure. I believe they jump in. And he saved all four of the men's lives. I'm assuming they're men. 20 miles off the coast. I told him he was a hero. He kind of shrugged it off and laughed. But after I told uh, Grady and Mark what happened yesterday while we're texting about the game they also called him a hero I don't think my son believes or knows that he is a hero but he is, he's a hero folks so my last thing I want to talk about is, and I wanted to also add I am super super proud of my son uh, you ever because my wife loves this Women go shopping and it makes them feel better. And I guess I understand it. We got a new TV about a year ago. That made me feel good. It makes you feel good to buy stuff. I guess that's what women love about it. So let me share this with you. The other day we were at Lowe's and my wife saw this big rain shower head and she wanted it. So we bought it. I put it on for her and it was awesome. But also that same day, we took Sadie to the Five Below store so she could buy something. And I ended up buying a waterproof Bluetooth speaker. So this thing is a cheapy thing, but it's waterproof. I hooked my phone up to it, so I got to listen to music while I was taking a nice shower with a new shower head. And also... What's amazing about this thing being so cheap, it also answers the phone. I rarely ever get calls unless I'm at work or I'm in the shower or I'm asleep. 
So now let's see what happens if people try to call me when I'm in the shower. I can't believe that thing answers the phone. I haven't got a call yet, but uh, me and my wife did try it out, and let's see if it happens. So anyway, let's get to the Astros questions and rants and whatever goes on. Here we go. So one question that I saw on Twitter, and I answered the young man. He didn't ask me. It was an all-around question. But this is something for all of you to ponder. Because someday you will have to think about it, and someday you may be disappointed. So the question is, will Justin Verlander, who is obviously going to the Hall of Fame, will he go in as an Astro or a Tiger? My answer on Twitter was, he will be a Tiger. I didn't even have to think about it. So... What also happened this weekend, if you didn't know, speaking of Verlander, he passed Cy Young on the strikeout list. He still has a way to go. He could strike out 200 guys in six more years, which would put him in his 40s, and he still would be way, I mean, he'd still be six, seven more years away from Nolan Ryan. He's never going to be the strikeout leader, but he did past Cy Young, and he will be a Hall of Famer. So, he already pitched 13 seasons with the Tigers, which that's why I had that answer. He was the Rookie of the Year. He won the Cy Young. He was the MVP. And he threw two no-hitters as a Detroit Tiger. So, he's got to be a Tiger. What has he done in Houston? He's a World Series champion. Is that enough? No. American League Championship Series MVP. He's the strikeout leader once in 2018 with the Astros, but he did that four times in Detroit. He was an all-star six times in Detroit and one time as an Astro. He signed this year and two more years. I don't know how long he's going to play. But 13, how are you going to wipe out 13 years with the Detroit Tigers. I think he still loves Detroit. Um, I don't know. I don't know how many seasons it would take him. Um, I believe there was a couple of guys, or at least one in the last class, that didn't put anything. Because they shared time. They did good things with two teams. But right now, it is Detroit Tigers. And if you have Twitter, send me a message or send me a tw uh, text, 210 919-1695. I almost forgot my own phone number. But let me know what you think. I, I think he's going to be a Tiger, and I don't think he's going to do enough with the Astros to change that. So, Mark, you asked me, what about the AAA guys? And uh, Jack Mayfield, no. What's cool about him, he went to OU, and also he's from Del Rio, where I used to live for a while. But no, this this guy is not going to make it. Uh, Miles Straw, I believe with that speed, he has a chance. Um, as long as Tyler White's on the team, there's always a chance Straw could make it up there. And he is uh, playing shortstop. He hasn't played shortstop yet for the Astros. But uh, I see Miles Straw as an Astro someday. Uh, that speed, I mean, you can't give up that speed. Uh, 
so I don't know why I wrote this, but Tyler White did not play Saturday or Sunday. And so I was thinking perhaps I don't it's either they wanted to give all these other guys a chance to play or maybe with the draft coming up Maybe. I haven't seen the starting lineup for today. It's only 10 in the morning and they play like at 10 o'clock at night, so I don't know. But my opinion is with the draft coming up, maybe they're going to trade him. Maybe they're going to trade him. I have no idea. It's just a thought that I had. Uh, Garrett Stubbs had a awesome game his first time out. The second game offensively did nothing, but he did throw out a runner. Um, is he better than Max Stassi? I don't know. I mean, let's see him play a little bit more. After the first game, I definitely thought he was, but after the last game, I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to see him play some more. Uh, Rogers. I think I wrote this down a little lower over here. I don't know what they're doing with him. He's only pitched one time. He pitched on May 22nd. I don't know. I don't know what the plan is with him. He's a starter. He did good. He had a he had a great season going in uh, Round Rock. I thought maybe after Martin was struggling that they might give him a chance to start. I don't know. I don't know why you call a guy up and only use him once. I have no idea. Corbin Martin. Mark asked how long do they keep him? I don't know. Maybe until McHugh comes back. Uh, maybe they just want to leave him in there and see what happens. It's not like they're getting destroyed when he plays. He's one and one. I don't actually have the numbers on what the team is when he's starting, but I guess he's not doing horribly. He, I mean, he's not. He's, he'll keep the Astros in the game, and maybe they just don't want to blow another person. And then Derek Fisher is actually doing better, but the outfield is stacked. If the outfield, because Miles Straw is also an outfielder, if you want to consider him that. But he's 50-50 in Round Rock with shortstop and outfield. But what's the deal with Fisher? I think Fisher is more of trade bait. I mean, you got Wynn Healthy, you got Brantley, Springer, Reddick, Jake Marisnik, Kemp. I mean, I just don't think they need him. If they want to keep him, then trade Tony Kemp. Uh, but... I don't know. There's just nowhere for him. Is he in the future plans? Maybe. Because you don't even know if George Springer's in the future plans. And Brantley's only around for maybe this year or next year. I can't remember. So I've already went over these other two things. So going over the minor league players, you got Straw, Fisher, Stubbs, Mayfield, Martin, and Rogers On the IL, Altuve, McHugh. I don't know what I was going to say there. Springer, Correa, Diaz, Stassi. I have not heard anything about any of these guys when they're going to come back. Altuve was in his um, minor league rehab. And apparently he must have tweaked something and they took him off of it. So he might be out longer. I do not know. So I guess I already answered this question. How long do we hold on to Martin? He has a 5.51 ERA, four games, 16 innings. So he's only averaging four innings a game. So in 16 innings, 19 hits and 12 runs. 
six home runs, not nine walks, 12 strikeouts. He got nine of those in the first game. So let me say he's not doing great. I don't, I don't know why they keep giving him chances. You have Brady Rogers sitting there that hasn't done anything. Maybe they'll switch him up. Who knows? I don't know when Martin is scheduled to pay, uh, pitch again. Maybe they'll switch him up. Who knows? But apparently they want to give him some more chances. They're seeing something in him that I'm not. So Mark also asked about Miles Straw. And he said he is equal to or even better than Jake defensively. And he said maybe he's better than him offensively. Oh, man. I've talked so bad about Jake Marisnik for so many years. And now I have tons of respect for Jake Marisnik. I think he is a Major League Baseball starting outfielder. His offense is great this year. His defense is excellent as well as it always is. Uh, if if they told me you, you could trade Jake Bereznik and bring up Straw, I would not do that. I do not think Miles Straw is better than Jake Marisnik. So I do not agree with Mark on that. Uh, but there's a chance. Miles Straw could be better than him someday. Miles Straw is... I think he's 24 years old, so there is a chance he could be better, but right now, I don't think he is. So anyway, let me take a quick break to see if there's anything I forgot to talk about, because last podcast, after it was said and done, I forgot to talk about the little girl that got hit. Uh, The opposing team, I can't remember the guy's name, but he was all shook up. I don't even remember the team. My memory has... Failed me, just like my athletic ability. I can't remember the team, but I remember the guy hit him, hit somebody. He hit a little girl. And I believe it just hurt her hand. She is okay. It didn't hurt. But I'm going to take a quick break. Make sure I didn't forget anything. I'll be right back. Okay, so there was actually one more thing I wanted to talk about. And so while I took a little break, I went ahead and combed through Twitter to see if there's anything else I can add. And so one thing, Roughnet Odor's pants. Did you happen to see that? He had them pulled up all the way like uh, Daisy Dukes. If you have Twitter, I'm assuming you already saw it. So look it up, Roughnet Odor's pants. If you didn't see it on Twitter, I did retweet it on the Astros Baseball Podcast uh, site. I'm thinking about getting rid of one of those. I don't know why I have two. I guess I want it to be different, but I think I'm going to go back to just one. Anyway, today is the first day, or I guess the deadline is over, however you want to call it. But now teams can pick up Dallas Keuchel without having to give the Astros a draft pick. So look for him to be picked up. Uh, There were three teams. I can't remember the third one, but the Yankees... And maybe it was the Red Sox, I don't know, but it was also the Pirates. Those are just three teams that I heard that wanted them. The Yankees said his asking price is too much. What I've heard or what I read is that he still wants $18 million to finish the season. And Yankee fans want him, what I found on Twitter and what I've looked up. Apparently they have bad pitching, but they're doing good. So I don't know, but Yankees said the asking price would be too much. 
Uh, Jordan Alvarez, the guy that uh, every Astro fan is waiting to get called up, he hit another home run yesterday. I think it was his 21st. And also, it's something I need to do that I haven't done, and I think it was a couple days ago, but all-star voting has started. So get up there, vote for your Astros, get them all in, and then remember what I told you before. Then there's going to be a draft, I mean not a draft day, but a day where you vote. They're going to take all the votes, take the top three in each position, and then you are going to vote for one of those three guys. So whoever you vote for now, it's not over. You're going to have to vote again, and I think this is real cool. So anyway, that that what this keeps from happening, if you remember, when the Royals had like eight guys start in the All-Star game because their fans were voting a lot, this will keep that from happening. Somebody could, Some team could get voted for by their fans more than anyone, and they'll all be in the finals, but then the rest of the country has to vote them in, and this may hopefully keep that from happening. So don't forget to vote. I'm going to vote right now after this podcast. So get the vote. I don't know when it starts. I don't know when it ends. I know it started already, but... I meant to say I don't know when it ends. So go vote if you got time. I'm going to vote for all Astros. I already know that. And then I'm ready for, I don't know when it is, but I'm ready for that final vote where I'll vote for who I really think should get in. So that's it, folks. I do appreciate you uh, listening to the podcast. I appreciate all the feedback. And thanks once again to H-Town Wiggy for sending in the message and also listening to the podcast don't forget h-town we show give his podcast a chance as well well folks we'll see you next time here on astros baseball i will be on night shift for the next two weeks so i won't be able to watch the games but i will be following them on my watch have a good day folks we'll see you next time when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.